0: All right, I welcome. Yeah, welcome to uh, an inquiry into freedom with your hosts, Ron and Alan. I'm Alan, so the other guy's Ron. Um, I know you, you had something that you wanted to touch on when it came to the militias, but I want to I wanna start with the, uh, the headline of the day, which is uh, Hunter Biden and his federal charges. Uh, federal gun charges that were released. I mean, he was indicted today. Um, so there are three charges uh, that he's been indicted on. Uh, he lied, two counts of lying on a federal firearms form, and one count was uh, possession of a gun while using illegal drugs. So um, I don't think this is a a huge victory in any way, shape, or form for politics or conservatives and Republicans on the right. Um, In my opinion, this is an indictment of appeasement. It's an indictment to uh, overshadow and give credit to uh, Democrats for them to be able to say, "Hey, look, we actually are doing something, and we're holding someone accountable." Hmm. When all this does is is just look. Five years later. Yeah, it took five <laughs> years for them to decide. It's just insanity, and it's it's really ridiculous at this point. Yeah, yeah. There's no credibility. To well, and you have you know you have cringe, Jean, Kareem Abdul just slobber. Uh, that comes out and says, well, you know, um this is what the Republicans have been doing for a year, you know, seeking indictments and now impeachment, you know, inquiry and all this stuff. And she and she makes it seem as though it's, you know, just a I don't know, something to to look at in passing. And and you and I, neither one of us enjoy the whataboutisms, but I if I were in that room, I would have interrupted her and and not even been called on and said, "Well, you all investigated Trump for eight years, eight years, yeah, over bogus charges, impeached him twice for bogus, I mean misinformation that you always like to claim, yeah."
1: So, and so claiming what, claiming it was true when they knew
0: it was false from the exactly. Beginning. So, so. You know, it, it has nothing to do with how you feel or how the Democrats feel. And, and I think that's what gets lost in translation with most people is this is a, a, a truth-seeking uh, expedition for the American people, not for you politicians, because we all know David Weiss, who said that he, he told, you know, the whistleblowers uh, released their notes and, and, you know, they tried to discredit them, and notes that were taken by one of the guys that was uh, was uh, in, in the uh, congressional hearings wrote down that David Weiss told him, I don't have the authority to bring these charges. And then later he said, well, I have full authority. So it, it's just proof that, This guy's taking notes while he's investigating and and wrote that down before this guy even came forward and said those things. Mm -hmm. So they're covering their ass, which is what bureaucrats and politicians do all the time. Doesn't matter what side they're on. It doesn't matter what the issue is. And you're asking the investigators again to investigate themselves. Damn what whistleblowers have to say or, or, or eyewitnesses, they're lying and they're not credible. That's what happens every single time. And so yeah. this, this char- these charges that carry five years each, are, even, if he's, even if he's found guilty, he will never serve a, a single day in prison. Um, Don't you get mad when you say
1: when people say that i do
0: they should never say that because they they're shouldn't. getting in right. but here's why okay uh either a he will get uh, probation because we don't have a, a a judicial system and court courthouses uh that uh that render equal justice decisions any longer because there are there are people who have served time for the very exact same thing but he is an elitist an elitist don't do time they aren't treated they aren't tried they aren't convicted and they don't they don't uh go to prison like a normal person does second either uh joe biden is a re-elected, and if not, he will pardon him before he leaves, and if he's re-elected, he'll pardon him uh, upon his re-election. I guarantee it. I would put a lot on the line to say that would be the case if he was found guilty, and he was actually sentenced to prison time. Now, he he has said, and his press secretary has, has stated multiple times that he will not pardon his son. Uh, you know what? If I was the president and my son was facing prison, I would probably pardon him. I don't want to see my kids go to prison. So that's the instinctual thing to do.
1: Yeah, know, well, it's hard not to be sarcastic here and say, you know, Biden has a a long history of having a lot of integrity and being honest, (laughs) but he doesn't. Um, I I think as far as a father and their children, that you're correct to, to a certain extent there, but I also think that there's also... There's a duty, I think, as a parent to get into the details of it and understand was this legit or not. Because if, if my kid really did something, if my kid really is an axe murderer, then they need to be wherever they need to be. But if if my kid is not an axe murderer and someone just framed him up for this, then uh, then he needs to be treated differently. So I would get to the bottom of whether or not the kid's an ax murder or not before I made a decision, yeah. which, you know, he came right out and said no right off the bat, which I guess that's what you would expect a politician to do. I'm not a politician, so I'm just telling you forthrightly. If you got a raw deal, then I would pardon him, like, or I would commute him. If I didn't think that, then I would say, you know, too bad, so sad, son. Um, you know you shouldn't have been doing that in my name shame on you shame 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 um, and, and i'll see you in 10 years or whatever it is because you there is such a thing as tough love and i think that no and um, I, yeah. you know but that's just me i don't i completely get where you're coming from well you. and
0: i do where you're coming from too but i would but i would also say that these aren't typical these aren't This isn't a typical family that do typical things. Again, these are elitists, and they will do whatever it takes to, to protect each other. So I, I well, would be the same way. If my son robbed a bank, he's a bank robber. If you, if you do something illegal, you should pay the price. And I think that goes back to you, your question, should you be saying nothing will happen because of blah, blah, blah? yeah well, it shouldn't it, whatever whatever he's charged with, if he's found guilty, he should be susceptible to the full extent of the law as much as John Boy down the street Well we both said that about Trump, yeah, if he really broke the law, yeah, then he needs one hundred percent We
1: both said that the day one one hundred percent and and the same thing with Biden. That, you're right, they do operate as a crime family, they do do that, and uh I think it brings up another issue, is that if you have one obviously, well, I shouldn't say obvious, it sure looks like they operate like the crime family. I think the Biden family ought to be prosecuted under RICO, um, but that my only own views aside for a moment what should we do if we have someone who does something inappropriate like i i think uh the closest thing i can think of off the top of my head is uh bill clinton pardoned uh uh mark rich who belonged in prison until i don't know he ought to be he ought to be under the prison when he's dead So that was completely inappropriate. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't a family member. Now, what what Hunter Biden has done is as harmful to the country as I can think of. And the fact that it's a family member just makes it worse. Um, I'm not as concerned about the gun stuff as I am the tax stuff
0: well and that's what yeah, i was yeah. saying before yeah, is and, that the republicans with, aren't doing a victory yeah. lap because it's like no. it's like a minimal it's the it's the uh, it's the indictment well, of appeasement because there are bigger fish yeah than these gun charges
1: i do think that it yeah. is a signal at least that finally there is a, an opportunity to perhaps have equal justice under the law. I, I'm with you. I, I don't have a lot of faith in that. However, I'll say that it's the first time I've seen on the Democrat side of it uh, anything that looks like equal justice compared to what they've been doling out, uh, I, we'll see. The, the fact that he was never charged. Until now is really it really
0: stinks. Yeah, it's a bad um, it's a it's bad optics for for yeah. the DOJ and, and
1: yeah, and it, it sounds to me like he's overcharged um, because this all has to do with one federal form, right? Yeah. Well, no two two things have to do with the federal form. The other one is possession of the gun right. while he's under the influence.
0: Well, and the Democrats um, have. Have said that that charge is unconstitutional because there's mm. nothing there's nothing in the law that says that you can't possess a firearm uh, after using narcotics.
1: Well, so that charge I they're saying
0: know. that charge they're saying is is a is a non-starter, but the two charges of lying on the federal form. There's no way around that. I mean, you can't. You, so so the the. Well, wait a second, though. Is it? I don't know where that charge came
1: from. If it's coming from the DOJ, then it should be a federal law that is broken. And if if it is, uh, not a federal law. In other words, if he was carrying this in in Delaware, and he's. Uh, breaking the Delaware statute, then it ought to be prosecuted by Delaware, not by the feds. But I'm not aware of a federal statute that says that uh, you cannot carry a firearm if you're impaired, because technically under the second amendment, regulation of uh, militia and carrier rights is state. Um, so at any rate, we have we have two, rela- two federal charges related to the form. We have one one charge related to carrying while impaired, which uh, let's say that that was probably a down charge, that he probably was guilty of something else and they agreed to prosecute him for something less.
0: Because if if I'm correct, he dumped that gun at a dumpster. He did. Uh, down the street from where he was living at his father's house. Yeah. Um, he threw it in a, a dumpster, and
1: I mean, who so, knows where
0: that gun's at today? Is it in well, a landfill, or you know? They have it. Oh, they do.
1: As far as I know, the the uh, Secret Service
0: actually recovered the gun from the dumpster. Ah, I didn't, I, I didn't know that that was the case, but yeah, but well.
1: Uh, that's what I heard. It, I don't know if a little bird told me or someone inside told me. I've forgotten. Yeah. But um, it was a long time ago. But at any rate, I, I uh, we know not to trust my memory 100%. So with that caveat, to the best of my recollection, they found the Secret Service recovered that gun. And they... Uh, Covered it up. Actually, the Secret Service agents, in my view, are the ones who should be prosecuted. Um, But that aside for right now, um, I think they downcharged. I think they had him for illegal uh, uh, dispossession of the firearm. In other words, you know, something careless about... Getting rid of it or something, I I think they just charged him on the uh, impairment to downcharge him. But at any rate, I I wouldn't bet that he's convicted on anything other than one charge on the on the form, and that's probably a five year deal. And uh, you know, if you or I did it, and it's only the the fe- federal form, and it's not a big deal, you know. If I'm a drug addict and I lied on that form or whatever, then I would expect to see, you know, maybe a year in prison and, a, and a, maybe some sort of a... So this is, you
0: know, this is what I could find. Um, in October of 2018, Hunter and his daughter-in-law, Haley were involved in a bizarre incident in which Haley took Hunter's gun and threw it in a trash can behind a grocery store, only only to return later and find it gone. So Delaware police began to investigate, concerned that the trash trash can was across from a high school and that the missing gun could be used in a crime. Um, But a curious thing happened at the time. Secret Service agents approached the owner of the store uh, where they brought the gun and asked to take the paperwork involving the sale according to two people, one of whom was first hand uh, who had first hand knowledge of the episode, and the other was briefed by Secret Service agent, by a secret service agent after the fact. Uh, The gun store owner refused to supply the paperwork suspecting that the Secret Service officers wanted to hide Hunter's ownership of the missing gun in case it would be used uh, in a future crime. Uh, He later turned over the uh, papers to the ATF, Um, but the Secret Service says it has no record of its agents investigating the incident. Uh, days later, the gun was returned by an older man who regularly rummages through the grocery store's trash for recyclable items. Uh, And so in 2018, they, they had evidence already from the gun shop and... From, from Hunter and his uh, dead brother's wife, as who I think that is. Um, and why wasn't he charged then? Yeah. That's the thing I have a problem but with. But you had brought up the Secret Service, and the uh, question is, um, what did the Secret Service do? It's a mystery. You know, what was their involvement? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, that see, that's something that needs to be investigated and prosecuted probably. And, and so there that's the whole what what we like to make fun of is the oh, the vast majority of these are good people, you know, the FBI agents and social and uh, whatever Secret Service, you know, no. Um, someone with the uh, Secret Service, actually, more than one someone did something they should not have done. And they, no one else who knew about it, arrested them or turned them in. We have never heard from a whistleblower at the Secret Service. So there's <clears throat> probably two, maybe three, Secret Service people who need to be prosecuted for, for this or at least investigated. But as far as I know,
0: nothing has happened. So that, that's, the, that's one of the things that I think is, is uh, an important topic of discussion. Yeah, see, you know, that you can't, bothers me.
1: That bothers me more than him lying on his federal form, honestly.
0: Well, I'm talking about. So you're not going to be able to find people to work in the Department of Justice or Secret Service or whatever that are not, in one way, shape, or form, biased either towards the right or the left. What you have to, what you have to do, is that. If you find that a secret service agent overlooked something on purpose or ignored something on purpose or, or purposefully withheld information or evidence, then they need to be removed. They, should, they, they may not be unbiased, but they should perform their duty in an unbiased unbi- manner. Right. And if they're found to not be doing that, then they should automatically be dismissed from their position and not be allowed to hold any kind of civil servant job ever in the future. Yeah. That's the only way. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way that you can, that you can, uh, that you can counter these type of corrupt people. Right. And if you do that, let's say you do that for a year then these people are going to go, what's more important, me doing my job or me, you know, uh, being an activist for the side that I prefer?
1: Yeah, that's, that's what made the difference with local police departments when things started getting probed about dishonesty in police departments because there was a lot of it. Sure. And, it, and the bottom line of it was someone would look at it and say, you know, loyalty only goes so far. When you, when you push my loyalty to the point where I can go to jail, Mm -hmm. I can get in trouble, I can lose my pension. Then you can't come to me about loyalty anymore. We're old friends and everything, but you broke the law. You did whatever. And, uh, I'll cut you every break I can, but you know I'm not covering this up for you but which is exactly yeah. the
0: almost identical to the point that you made about Joe and Hunter
1: exactly
0: that that you know he 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 has to make a decision do I want and and this happened to Gerald Ford when he pardoned Richard Richard Nixon uh the country was not happy with that and and it's debatable on whether that cost him his reelection or not. Um, but he made a conscious de- decision to pardon Richard Nixon, and he didn't win reelection. Um, whether that's the case or not, I'm just saying that it wasn't, it wasn't good optics for him uh, when he did that. So it wouldn't be good optics no. for Joe Biden But my argument is, is these aren't normal people, right? These are elitists and, and they look out for each other and they, you know, it, I think it's a noble thing that you brought up. I I would be that way if my son, you know, like I said, robbed a bank, I would want him to, to be held accountable. But if I had any, I mean, it's your kids. You love them. You don't want anything bad to happen to them. You know, you see this with, uh, you know, individuals that are involved in in police shootings, and their parents come out, oh, he was a great kid, and, you know, he was popular in the neighborhood. But does that mean he didn't do something wrong?
1: And and he faced the ultimate punishment?
0: Yeah. I mean... We all want to think our kids are great. We all want to think our kids do nothing wrong. And if they do, we want to make sure that, you know, they don't go to jail for the rest of their lives or they're executed or killed, you know, whatever. So it would be instinctively uh, a decision that he would make based on those things. Not whether it's the right thing to do or not, because let's just face it, he, he doesn't make his decisions and neither does the rest of his family based on what's right, the right thing to do or not. They, they make yeah. their decisions on what's best for them. Yeah, I'm not
1: aware of Biden ever doing anything based on it being the right thing to do.
0: Never. No, and I mean, you know, they, they, they lie about all these issues that their family is facing. We all know that. I mean... We keep hearing, you know, from the mass media, "Oh, there's no evidence. There's no reason to hold an impeachment inquiry. There's there's no smoking gun." Well, you can't get to the smoking gun if you don't allow somebody to investigate it. Yeah, I mean, you know, police officers and 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 uh, homicide detectives and and forensic investigators don't walk in and go, "Hey, there's a smoking gun on the floor." End of investigation. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there there's multiple uh, uh, detectives and, and forensic people involved in, in certain things, and it takes them a while to put a case together. You know, very few, it, it, it may happen, but it's very seldom that it does, that you can walk in and it's, it's open and shut. I mean, obviously it's not with these people because it took them five years to bring these charges. Five years. Yeah, they knew what was what after a week.
1: And it took them five years to actually charge him with
0: something. And that's why I and said... It, and
1: it took a judge saying, oh, no, not in my courtroom. Yeah, exactly. Or that matter would have happened. So that that is the concern to me. Him, well, him having uh, three uh, charges against him I I think there's probably really based on what little I've I know about this, I would say that there he might have might have gotten probation or something for one charge if he was Joe normal citizen, or he might have gotten five years. That would say I would say that it's somewhere in that, you know, zero to five range. Mm Now, maybe there's something more serious in there, and I don't know about it, which I would be glad to admit that if I'm wrong. Three, three of these charges sounds a little overboard, but it may be that it's completely correct.
0: Well, so, I was listening. Or I'm, I'm
1: convinced that he's guilty of one of them. I'm, I'm, let, let me rephrase it so that I'm saying that. I'm convinced that yeah he definitely broke one federal law uh, for sure now normally if you if you have two violations of a statute and one act it's served uh, concurrently so yeah there, there would be two charges two convictions but he serves his time concurrently yeah you know what I mean yeah on on this other one. I'm not aware of any federal statute about something being impaired. I think that had to do with uh, disposing of the gun the way it was. Uh, He had a minor who actually did it and uh, didn't report it. I think there was some other things and they decided to make it less complicated by having one simple charge that they weren't really planning on prosecuting him for anyway. That's kind of my read on it. Again, I could be wrong. So I I think the guy has five years coming to him, uh, legit. And if it's pled down from that, fine. But I I think that if he's just let off and nothing happens to him, I've got a problem with that. So it gets me back to my question that I was trying to ask, which is, what do we do constitutionally if, let's say he, let's say he did break that law, that statute, uh, and he only gets five years? But it becomes obvious during the trial, et, et cetera, that yeah, he definitely did that. He's probably guilty of these other two. I don't know, but he's definitely guilty of this one charge. Definitely ought to get five years. And then Biden pardons him. Now, he can do that under his authority. I mean, pardons are supposed to be reviewed and everything, but I can't remember a time when a pardon, for some reason, got uh, revoked. Um, but what could we do constitutionally other than some sort of militia action or something to say, uh, no, that's not, that's not okay with this? I mean... What are our options? What throw the statute,
0: you, throw the statute out, and, and uh, just compensation to every anybody who's been charged with the same thing um, is is also pardoned, and they yep. get they get back pay for you know whatever they could have uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know made in there in the time that they've already. I mean, you have to compensate them. Yeah, lost if all those years. It's not
1: equal. I I I don't disagree with you. I know that's a. I,
0: that's I've an overreach, said, for
1: sure. I've said something myself, actually, along those lines. But it's like, we either have equal justice under the law, or we do not. Well, that's the point, right? We're not going to prosecute him. Yeah. So if, if he's given special privileges, and Joe Blow was not, and there's all this talk about all of these nonviolent criminals in prisons, most of them supposedly are are black or disproportionately black. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, those are also Democrat voters from what we're all told. So, you know, we also know that what the Democrats do is anti-black. It's just that, you know, the, the information does not seem to pass to the black population very well. They don't seem to understand that that's what's happening to them. The people who give them their news or their education are, are lying to them.
0: So well, I think one of the biggest problems is, re- regardless of whether you're black, white, brown, Asian, whatever, is that people aren't recognizing what I had brought up earlier, that the elitists aren't treated the same. Ever. Well, you can bring... So, so, when it comes to the black community, um, I know that the acquittal of O.J. Simpson was celebrated because, you know, finally, a, a black person isn't going to, you know, be held accountable uh, and go to jail because people thought he was innocent. But O.J. Simpson, if it was anybody other than O.J. Simpson who had the money to hire the best attorneys that he could find and a prosecution that was so inept that they couldn't put on a case. If that was a normal person, that would have not been the decision made by the jury. I, that's my opinion. Yeah, I think you're right, though. But he, but he had the resources, and he had the the public... Uh, uh, image or or he was well known, and and up to that point was very well liked. I mean, he was one of the greatest running backs of all time, right? So so you don't want to see somebody like that be, you know, found guilty and spend the rest of their life in prison. But it it only took a few years after that for people to go, wait a minute, this was just uh, this was not justice. Yeah. You know, at the at the moment that it was happening, people celebrated and oh yeah, hey, woo, he got off, you know. But you ask most people today, and they're like, yeah, that was probably not a good decision. Yeah, I, I but he, but he uh, would I have never been. In, he w- he and would, I
1: absolutely agree with the concept of if we're not going to find him guilty, then I think that that is a just solution is to come up with a statute or a presidential action. I, I don't think the president would do that on his own, but I, I do think it makes sense to go in and say, okay, this is not right, folks. And uh, you're, you're all entitled, we are all entitled to equal justice under the law, and therefore anyone else who was convicted of anything like this Uh, We're repealing the statute and uh, we're letting you out of prison if you are in prison and we're compensating you for uh, your costs of being there. And I think maybe sending the bill to the Democrat Party to pay for it, uh, however many billions of dollars that would be uh, would also tend to make some sense, too. But I think that's a very reasonable solution i mean it's over the top but right what is happening is over the top so i think that that's what bothers me about it is that where is the outcry about it being so over the top and so many other things being over the top um it it just You've got to you gotta have a respond with over the top, with over the
0: top. Yeah, it's kinda like being a boxer. Yeah. You know, if you get hit, you try to counter with something more powerful. Yeah. And we don't do that in our country anymore. You know, we, we don't we don't strike back and try to make the, the counter punch, you know, the the knockout blow. I mean we just keep taking punch after punch after punch. And, and, you know, getting knocked down and not getting back up encountering and, and saying, hey, wait a minute. I have a relative that went to jail for 10 years for the very same thing. Uh, unfortunately, his last name isn't Biden or, or whatever. Um, and, you know, he, he had a public defender instead of, you know, uh, guys that charged... $18,000 an hour uh, to defend him. So, you know, what gives?
1: He probably wasn't running around free for five years <laughs> with, yeah. with, with uh, taxpayer paid for bodyguards either. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, mean, I may be presuming things, but yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's just how it is. So, you know, I think that if we're going to be uh, under the theory of equity or whatever that's called, um, I think that some uh, restitution needs to be made for people who are not treated properly. Now, I'm using the example of, of someone who was black because of the disparity in race because of these things, but honestly, I don't care. I don't care if they're uh, female, what race they are, whatever. If they're convicted for that charge and they serve time, then they need to be compensated for their loss because you can't let an elitist off the hook and not let everyone else off the hook, too.
0: Well, but they are. Whether I like it or not. Yeah, but they are because, you know, there there are other um, more important charges that they could have brought against him already, yeah. way yeah. long ago, like the tax evasion and, and possible money laundering and racketeering and bribery mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. But there I heard- He would some, be
1: prison already for the tax evasion, too. I mean, he didn't even file tax returns. I mean, and this whole idea that he was liable for 100000 in taxes for each of those two years- is preposterous.
0: Made, yeah, because if you look I mean, at the SARS $2 million reports two million dollars in each of those years. Yeah, if you look so at the SARS reports from the banks, that there's no way. Right. I mean people who make, you know, a half a million dollars a year pay more in taxes than that.
1: We're right. talking about yeah. twenty
0: one million dollars that they know of. That's yeah. just what they know of. Because they can't the
1: hundred thousand each year in taxes was a plea agreement. Exactly. Yeah. That was led down to that penalty. It wasn't a result of a tax calculation by any means. And that's something that needs to be made clear to people. I mean, you don't have a $100,000 tax liability on $2 million worth of income unless you have all kinds of uh, passive income and losses like real estate investments or something. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, there's no way that that's anything but. A plea agreement. So, you know, I have yet to hear that explained, but that, that's we're being lied to about that too. So, but you or I would have been in, in prison already over that because that was in that, I think, wasn't that like 2016, uh, 20, 2015, 16, 17, somewhere in there?
0: The tax thing? Yeah. I think it was 16 to 19. Okay where so, uh, there are some questions. But the problem is is that they can't get the information. It won't be released. I'm talking about Congress. They can't even get that information any more than, than uh, the uh, presidential archives will release the email. They, they're like, we have to get an okay from Obama. Wait a minute. If this is an investigation by the Department of Justice... Why do they need Barack Obama's permission to investigate a crime? I don't, I mean, I get, I get that he has, so, you know, that's the big argument with the, uh, with the presidential records act and, and being able to declassify things and, you know, a president releasing things and all this other stuff. I get all that, but this is a different situation. This is a, this is a, a potential crime syndicate where, where, you know, political, uh, political family, a political family has enriched themselves on the, on the basis of their position and have committed multiple crimes. Like you said, as far as Rico, which covers all kinds of different things, mhm and and you need someone's permission? That's obstruction of justice. Yeah, that's and it's it's not true. It's just not true. Yeah. I mean I don't I don't understand. It's just it's just the elitists looking out for the elitists. Period.
1: Well there is no other which, excuse for it. Which also brings up
0: something we've
1: discussed a couple times before, which is Obama, as president, had two of the high highest office holders in his administration, meaning Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden, who were obviously self dealing. Mm-hmm. They were using their position and making money off it. Mm-hmm. Now. I'm not going to say obviously they were breaking the law and obviously they should be in prison or what have you, but they're obviously doing things they should not have been. And we've discussed the fact that did he know that or not? And if he did not know, I'm actually more concerned because that means all of our 23 not very intelligent agencies did not tell him. And that's a problem because they're supposed to know that stuff. Yeah. So we need to know who told Obama what and when. And if he did not know about it, then like I've said to you before, I'm okay with him saying, I did not know about this. As long as we can establish that none of the agencies have any records of, of telling him something. hmm You know, it's possible to have something like that happen. It's hard to believe, but, you know, we've got to remember that uh, Reagan was not aware of that arms for hostages uh, transaction either. Right. Poindexter did that, and it was a rather ingenious idea I mean, it, it definitely went against the intent of the statutes, but Reagan was not aware of it. But you know, Poindexter and and uh, honestly, I still think Bill Casey's the one who came up with the idea. Um, he was not involved in the in it beyond that, to my opinion. In my opinion, and my opinion could be wrong about him being the guy who came up with it. Mm-hmm. but my my personal view is that he's the guy who came up with it. He was asked about uh how you know we have this uh peace with uh Nicaragua and with the uh, uh tow missiles. they both meet u s goals you know the the president's objectives, but we don't think that we can use money from one to do the other without doing something surreptitious, and what he did in the way of sell them to these people and use the money off the books over here to do this piece of the transaction, that's precisely something, in my opinion, that Bill Casey would come up with. I mean, Mm -hmm. he was just brilliant at that sort of thing. But I don't think the CIA was involved in it. And uh, I I know he was not involved in the administration of that concept. It's just my opinion that he probably originated with it because it was smart enough to where the other folks involved in it, there's no way they came up with that idea on their own. Not my opinion. Um, But, uh, and again, I think uh, Woodward lied about him saying that he was involved deeply in all of I mean, there's just no way Woodward's doing anything but lying uh, when it comes to that. But uh, uh, at any rate, that is what happened with the Iran uh, situation. And Reagan knew nothing about it. But once, once all the dust settled on it and everything, he went right on television. And said I told you folks that this did not happen. However, I have to tell you that at looking all of the the facts and everything, it did. So I didn't lie, but I also did not tell you uh, what what was happening, and I'm sorry and that sort of thing. Well, takes a lot to do what he did. You know. Uh, I'll give him props for that. You know, things happen in a presidency that a president... Go ahead. Well, I'm pretty much done rambling on that. My only point is that a president does not know everything that's going on in their administration.
0: No, and they can. Yeah. And that's what I mentioned earlier about having, you know, a secretary of transportation and all that other stuff. If they're not yeah. getting the information, the right information. It's, so, I, you know, anybody that listens, I want to make it clear that as much as I, I, uh, I want Joe Biden investigated, I am not jumping to the conclusion that he's guilty of anything, any more than I would with Trump. But we're, we're, we are conditioned by mass media and television and the politicians themselves to say, hey, wait a minute. I didn't do this. And mass media bombarding people with they're not guilty of anything because they said they didn't do anything. Well, All I am for is yeah. why don't we let the investigation take us wherever it takes us? Well...
1: And and And, and that's the that's the piece of the point that I was trying to make and and forgot because I got to rambling, which is Hillary Clinton and Biden were both self-dealing. And did Obama know about it or not? And that has to that conversation has to happen. That that is something in my view that needs to be investigated. Obama needs to be investigated over the extent with his knowledge of their activities. And if if it turns out that he did, wasn't aware, like in Reagan's case, fine. I'm willing to accept that. Yeah, me too. But I really have a hard time believing it. And, and my concern isn't so much about Obama. It's about the intel agencies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I think that's where our public interest is. Much as I hate that term, uh, we need to know that these people who are making all of this money and all this retirement pay in these agencies are doing their jobs. And if he was not aware that these two were doing this stuff, then fine. He he can sit there and and tell us that though, in whatever sort of format needs to that needs to happen. But if he was aware of it, and God forbid he was doing the same sort of things, because he left office tremendously more wealthy than he entered office. Then we need to know about that too, and and if it was legal, uh, illegal, what have you, we need to know about that. So that's the other piece of all this. That I think Obama and his uh, his operation needs to get investigated to see if they were doing the same thing. And if, if they were, then I think we need to get into Bush. I think we need to keep going back until we, as a country are comfortable with knowing whether or not our uh, chief executive is in the tank,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, um, I don't care how far back they have to go. It's our right to know.
0: Well, yeah, that's, that's exactly where I'm coming from. Um, and I don't, I don't want it to be a, as it is with the Democrats, where they weaponize uh, the DOJ or they weaponize, you know, House committees and all this other stuff, um, you know, solely for political payback. These investigations, if there's something, if they did an investigation of Joe Biden, which they're doing. And they don't have the evidence to impeach or remove him from office or charge him with a crime, then I would live with that. But the sheer uh, uh mention or or accusation that there may be something wrong here, we're all told to back off and and you have no business accusing a, a president or or their, their sons and daughters of doing something illegal because we said they didn't do anything illegal. We're supposed to accept that. Well, I, I don't accept that, and neither should any citizen in this country. Yeah, All I'm saying is, is that if there is, if there is evidence that may indicate that anyone in, in any public service position may have done something wrong that needs to be investigated. If you come to find out that they did nothing illegal, then great. We know that person is not doing something they shouldn't be doing. But what if they, what if they do investigate and find that they were doing things like you were talking about, that, that Hillary Clinton has done, that we know Joe Biden is involved in, and what about Obama, and then what about George Bush? What about, what about Trump? I, yeah. I I don't think I don't think that we should we should uh, make up charges, make up laws and rules as we go. Everything should be like you said, equal justice, due process. But we shouldn't just take it, it for their word for it. That oh, well you know, ABC News and MSNBC and they. They looked into this, and there's no there there. That's who I'm supposed to rely on? Yeah, I don't think so. And then, then, you know, the the press secretary comes out, and the, the White House has been very clear on this. They weren't involved in any of this. Well, just because you said it doesn't make it true. And all we want is the truth. And we haven't been getting the truth from our government longer than I've been alive. I mean isn't it awful strange that there's been questions about UFOs and and extraterrestrial beings and stuff for for longer than you and I've been around and all of a sudden they're they're having, you know, specific committees and and all these agencies looking into uh, you know, possible extraterrestrial life and and they call them UAPs now which yeah. I I don't you know they got to change the definition of shit all the time. Just leave it the hell alone.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with UFO.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that they exist, but if they did and the government has known about it, why weren't we given the truth? You know, we have all these politicians now, and and Trump said it. He said, I, I, you know. I mean, they asked Bill Clinton numerous times, "Are you going to look in?" They've asked every president, "Are you going to look into UFOs?" Well, if there's something going on, I'll I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it, but these elitists look down on us, and and you know we're not capable of handling the truth. You know, we'd be in a constitutional crisis. If the president was found guilty of doing, uh, you know, selling out to a foreign country or, you know, taking bribes. The country would fall apart. It would be the end of our democracy. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. It it would be the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not I'm not advocating for one side or the other. I'm just saying if you're going to investigate, have the information that you need, initial information to investigate and the politicians even though they're the ones that most of the time are doing the investigating, you do it in a way that's not political payback and you do it for the right reasons which is to inform the public of this person cannot be trusted.
1: Well, that was the purpose behind the special counsel statute, because after Ali North embarrassed Congress when they were investigating the uh, Iran-Contra deal, then they came up with a special counsel idea to make it look less political.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And it was really just to keep them from getting embarrassed off their ass again, because what they were really trying to do was get Reagan out of office. I mean, that's what that was really all about. It was more of the, this Trump calls in the deep state, it was basically them trying to uh, get Reagan out just like they got uh, Nixon out, like they got John Kennedy out, uh, like they got, well, like they got Trump out. So that was the attempt to get Reagan out. And, you know, he screwed him up. But uh, at any rate, that's what the special counsel uh, statute was put in place for. Well, it's obvious that DOJ is so corrupt now that special counsel statute probably ought to be revoked. Uh, I don't know what the correct answer is because it really is a congressional issue but it's so corrupt that my personal view is that it needs to be, I think it's an ideal thing for a militia to take over. And uh, uh, some sort of judicial, because you've got a commander-in-chief, they're in charge of the military. And uh, the military, basically militias are uh, state operations but they still ultimately are under the, uh, and assuming they're activated for something, they're operating under the orders of a commander in chief. So I think it's something that you can do just like you did a JAG operation for the Navy to investigate somebody leaking classified information. Why can't uh, a, uh, some sort of uh, militia, you know what let's say it's fifty fifty militia members, one from each state, forms a uh, joint committee to do an investigation of all the presidents uh from uh whatever carter for whatever they would have that authority but they they have to go by based on whatever evidence led them somewhere some some sort of parameters. Put it in the hands of some sort of a cooperative effect of um, of the public, and the militia is just something that came to my mind while we we're talking about this. But yeah, I think you get where I'm coming from. You yeah. just treat it as though it's a military uh, intelligence operation, and it's done by militia, and let them let them go figure it out. You know, let them be on TV and CNN or C-SPAN or whatever and they have to go figure it out and we'll know by watching it whether or not they're handling things properly maybe they'll maybe it'll turn into a big cluster who knows as if things aren't a big cluster already so how could that be any worse than what we already have you know maybe it could be i don't know
0: um
1: well i'm just i'm just coming up with a
0: brainstorm solution. Yeah, but, no, I, I mean, at least we're sitting around, you know, tossing ideas that, that we're not getting from the so-called brightest of the bright. I mean, I don't know. They, they they don't have solutions. They don't, they don't put forward solutions. Well,
1: they're part of the problem.
0: They are. They are. They are the problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And again, I'm not anti-government. I'm anti-stupidity, and I'm anti-do-nothing. I'm anti-stop-causing-chaos. The government has a role to play, but the government has has way overreached their role. If you could could clone people, if it was legal and it was actually a, a thing you could do, could you imagine if they cloned the Founding Fathers? And they and they watched an hour of media coverage and 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 our politicians at work. They would probably ask, why the hell did you bring us back to this nightmare? What have you done? What What were you
1: thinking? (laughs) What
0: what have you done to this country?
1: Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine what they would say. Uh, but, but you have to deal with things like this. So Will Hurd, who is a, uh, a former um, representative and a, a former CIA clandestine officer, Um, from
1: Texas
0: (sighs) tweets he's running for president by the way most people probably don't know that Um, but he tweets an entire generation of Americans are learning that indictments of former presidents or the family members of current presidents is normal this can't be the new normal America deserves better which is actually counterintuitive to what I just said. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you are saying that the elitists don't have to be held account to account for anything they do, uh, and how dare us question anything that you do. That's the exact opposite of what I am, we are, and what a lot of people, I hope, in this country are saying, you should be held accountable even more so because you're in charge of making decisions that impact my life. Uh, you should be held to a higher standard. I'm not saying that that we should you know, prosecute someone or indict someone or, or find someone guilty based on them being a civil servant. I'm just saying that, you you are just as accountable you should be held just as accountable for your actions or your lack of actions than anyone else that's walking around this country that's all i'm saying but he's he's basically saying that this this is the new normal yeah if you're a criminal and you're doing if you're doing something illegal that is the, the, the normal
1: well, yeah, how, just how widespread is this criminal
0: activity? Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know, it depends. How? I guess it depends on the definition of criminal activity.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I could care less who it is. And I think that's what we are conditioned to start believing, that no one's above a law unless you're a public servant, especially in the federal government.
1: No, these people are getting our troops killed in Afghanistan and Pakistan and and Lord knows where else. Getting all kinds of civilians killed in Ukraine right now and in Russia. All without public eyes on it. That's what we have because we don't hold them accountable. So... That is the new normal, and the only way you can stop something that has become normal is to figure it out, expose it, put an end to it, and start over. You know, you come up with some new way of doing it. So it it doesn't matter to me who is corrupt, but the cancer has to be cut out of the system. If we don't cut the cancer out of the body then the body's going to die of cancer and our our country is dying of cancer now has been for a long time it's obvious and it's a it's a curable cancer but we can't we cannot cure the cancer without cutting it out so I don't know what the hell he's saying or and why but uh I agree with you that uh he's he's saying something that's counter to solving the problem. So is this some uh Rhino Republican? Is that who this Will is or is Yeah he some- he's
0: he, he I I don't take anything he says seriously. Uh he's uh I put him up there with the likes of Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney and Um, and John McCain. I mean, he's just a a blowhard that, you know, seeks attention. Uh, Like I said, he's running for president. Most people don't even realize he's running for president. Um, I just so happened to run across this tweet, and I didn't look at any of the comments, but I'm looking at them now, and almost all of the comments agree with what I said, which (laughs) is if there's a – so, for instance – I'm fine with people being charged where credible evidence of crimes exist. Maybe we should nominate people for office with a low propensity for crime. Mm -hmm. I mean, there you go. Yeah. That's a response. Uh, And most of them are, are negative towards his comment, which is, we don't just overlook crime. You know, that's the Democrat way. You know, they overlook crime and go, well, it wasn't that bad of a crime yeah and yeah. and that's not how the law works in this country. It's not how it's written in the Constitution. That's not how we've ever conducted ourselves. do we We, we don't look at the severity of the crime. we look at the crime, and then we determine by the severity of that crime what your your, your punishment is. But we don't look at the severity of the crime and go, well, you know that's a that's just not a crime that uh you know. It's a person that we probably shouldn't indict and prosecute, and if we do, we'll give them the least amount of punishment that we can come up with. That's not equal justice, like you've said multiple times. We don't base equal justice on who it is and, and the severity uh, because of who it is. I mean, I understand that, you know, there there are circumstances in, involving the severity of crimes, but I'm relating that to the person that's involved. Yeah. Um. Thank God, there's other people out there like us. Deep state uh, pr- protecting deep state. He committed a crime and must be held accountable. Uh. And there are more crimes, including acting as a foreign agent and tax evasion. So again, the gun crime is is the least of, of the things that he could, you know, face punishment for.
1: Well, and you know, uh, Whitless, uh, Whitless, uh, Romney. It was just
0: announced. Uh, just yeah, I was today. gonna bring that up. Thank God. But
1: yeah, he's leaving the Senate. I wish he would leave like this morning. Uh, <laughs> yes, You know, because yeah, that guy. I mean, I think at least at least now Utah has a chance to elect a Republican. Well,
0: and I think he knows though, Ron, that uh, if he ran for reelection, he probably wouldn't win anyway. So it's his way to. to to bow out gracefully, because uh, I don't think he would be reelected.
1: Well, my question is, is is he now concerned with this stuff with uh, Hunter Biden hitting the fan in Ukraine and uh, China? I mean, I don't we, think he's we, ever we, been
0: concerned with anything except himself. Well,
1: but one of his kids was involved with uh, Burisma. Yeah. Same with John Kerry. I'm just curious as whether or not uh, he's getting out of it to avoid any uh, discussion of his
0: kids. Yeah, any egg on his face. It's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not... Well, and I think maybe... You didn't think I was going there, but... Well, no, uh, but that's a great question because maybe, uh, you know... That's, that's another example of the elitists protecting the elitists. I mean, he's never been, he's never been uh, in support of any of the investigations into the Bidens or any of that stuff. He's actually been outspoken about it, and maybe that's the reason that you just brought up. He doesn't want any connection to his family being revealed. Well, no. Because that and would make him what? A lying liar that lies about lying. Yeah,
1: well, that's when he went pro, went uh, strong. And you brought up something Ryan. I
0: have never heard anyone, anyone mention. Uh oh. You know the well, ties, the ties <laughs> to Mitt Romney's son and oh, John Kerry's. I don't hear anybody ever bring that. Uh, subject up and that's that's kind of um, that's very bizarre and interesting mm-hmm.
1: yeah they're not near as deep as uh, Hunter but uh, they're definitely they were definitely involved with that same uh, thing that Hunter Biden had going on uh I, I'm convinced that that's why he's uh, going to not run again.
0: Who? So, oh, what, uh, Romney. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm convinced that's why Romney's not going to run.
0: Yeah, uh, it's very likely. Uh, yeah. But I still think another part of it is that he knows he's not going to be uh, reelected. I mean, nobody likes the man.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. So you know, maybe they, maybe they're both. They play off of one another, but um, if he's still in the Senate and this thing gets any more out of the hand than it already is, then uh, any anyone's kids who are involved with Hunter Biden and any of his scams are going to be in the crosshairs. And I think that he keeps his kids out of it out of the crosshairs, if he's no longer in office. I think that's his calculus. Um, And also, as you say, I I don't think he can hold the seat anymore. I think too many people have gotten wise to him.
0: Um, I'll tell you what I find interesting. I saw a story where um, Joe Manchin mm-hmm. just met with former President Bill Clinton, which is very strange, yeah. uh, but they're anticipating that he may run for president. So, we're getting closer and closer to um, the deadline, uh to run in 2024. I think it's end of next month, maybe? I know it's pretty soon. So you have yeah. to, there's a deadline to register to, to run for president. And there has been speculation that he was gonna run as an independent, uh, but I think maybe he will run in opposition to you know, primary uh, Joe Biden. I don't think those two get along very well. Um, they're completely ignoring uh Robert Kennedy jr um and and basically the Democratic National Committee has pretty much told him you're not going to be on the ballot anyway. We're not going to allow you to be on the ballot. That's what they did with um with Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. you know they changed the election rules uh. And then, what was it? They skipped, um, was it New Hampshire and, and some other, was Iowa maybe? They skipped those, those primaries and went straight to South Carolina mm-hmm. so that Joe would be the nominee. And um, they're doing the same thing with Robert Kennedy Jr. I mean, they're, they're censoring him on, on social media. And, uh, you know, they won't have him on. Uh, and if they do, it's very rarely uh on on any of the uh the Democrat news channels. You know, because they they see him as a threat. Uh but I find that a very interesting um subject because they're treating them the same way that they did Donald Trump. Well, yeah. Uh, Uh, you know, they're picking who they're picking who our president is. Along with the mass media and social media. They they are the ones who decide. You know, they they decide who is who is next in line. And uh, you know, you you don't your vote doesn't you, you don't get to you don't get to choose anymore. I mean if you're if you're preventing someone from even entering the primary. Or, you know, the, the Republicans are doing that with, with uh, Larry Elder. Yeah. Um, if you're deciding who our choices are, that's not how democracy works. You want to you talk legitimately about a threat to democracy. It's when, it's when the, the RNC, the DNC, and, and social media and mass media... Uh, get to decide who our choices are. That's not constitutional, nor is it a, a, the way a democracy, which, you know, that's not technically what we are. Um, that's not how that's supposed to work.
1: Yeah, and yet it is how it's worked for decades.
0: Mm-hmm. What they're really worried about is that
1: now that any reasonably intelligent person has figured all of that out, uh, and now they're angry as hell against anyone who's not, who's going to try to change it. And Trump and, and Kennedy are two people who would want to change that. Mm-hmm. I don't think Manchin will. I mean, I used to have a lot of respect for him. Uh, I think it was poorly placed. Um but the thing is is he can't win he cannot beat uh, jim justice just jim justice runs for senate in west virginia yeah. mansion doesn't have a prayer so there's some political calculus is that he's got to look at it as though this is his last term in office mm-hmm. and where where else is he going to go and he's either going to go to sounds like he either wants to become president or he wants to get bought off which may be why clinton's there Is, but i think okay, there's, it goes how, how much does it make how much does it take to make you go away joe
0: right yeah but i think there's a little bit more to it than that because remember when uh Trump was running and and the squad came out and they're like, oh, we're tired of these old white people and, you know, we we need some new blood. Well, where are they now? Mm -hmm. You know, they they said, oh, well, you know, Joe Biden's our guy and we'll we'll have to deal with it. But where are they now? uh, You know, when they were saying, you know, Donald Trump's cognitive abilities were in question, his health and all that other stuff. You don't hear anything from them at all.
1: No, that's why they switched to age.
0: Yeah, I mean, you just don't...
1: They're all trying to say, oh, it's Biden's age we're concerned with. Oh, bullshit. You know, that's just bullshit.
0: Listen, I I agree that... I don't know that I I would subscribe to age being... um, The concern. Term limits I I definitely agree with. Age Mm -hmm. limits, I don't know, because you know, Trump's not Trump's not very much younger, I think three and a half years younger than Joe Biden. Um I'm not concerned with that as much as I am concerned with their ability.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, their their overall health. You know, there are plenty of people that, that work today in, in major companies that have, you know, top positions that are in their 70s, and, and they're f- fully capable of doing the job. You know, they're not, you know, cognitively impaired or, you know, physically incapable of, you know, walking, you know, down the sidewalk and into a building and maybe up a flight of stairs or whatever because, you know, they're afraid that they're going to fall up the stairs. So I think age does play uh, a little bit into it, but I'm more concerned with the, the, the mental and physical health of an individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they are using the age thing as, as cover. Uh, instead of, it's kind of like with the gun issue. You know, gun control and, and the, you know, guns are killing people. No, mentally unstable people with guns are killing people. Criminals that aren't allowed or shouldn't be allowed to have guns are killing people. Um, I Again, I've never thought about going into a mall or a post office or anything like that and opening fire on someone. That's just not. That's not the right thing. I know the difference between right and wrong, and I'm not mentally ill. That would cause me to even consider that right so you know they're they use that as cover or as an excuse to say well guns are bad for anyone so age is bad for anything and that's not fair to some people that are older that that are fully capable of doing anything
1: yeah my stepfather passed away at 87 in his sleep and when he went to bed that night, he was just as lucid and bright and intelligent as he was when he was 40. Yeah. You know, he was on the board of uh, Health One, you know, the the big hospital system. Mm-hmm. Brilliant guy. Um, he never had any trouble keeping up with anyone. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, his problem wasn't his mind. It was his heart. He just gave out. So... You know, I just think we all know, anyone with a brain anyway, knows that this business about age is just a canard. I mean, they just want to, they don't want to admit that Biden has mental problems. And they just want to say, oh, he's just too old. Because the next conversation is about well, you know Trump is almost the exact same age, yeah, yeah, he's too old too, yeah, I mean bullshit, i mean it's so it's so obvious,
0: well, but isn't that, that isn't that hypocritical, and I hate that term, but isn't it isn't it hypocritical when when it comes to uh Nancy Pelosi, who is in her eighties uh running for reelection uh you know um Mitch McConnell, who's frozen up a, a few times. I mean, aren't they, aren't, don't they fall under the same umbrella at that point? Well, you know, uh, I Diane think that, Feinstein, they're not yeah. asking for them to, I mean, there's been calls for them to step down and resign, but it's well, not, it's not at, near the level of. We all
1: know that Washington, D.C. means Washington Dementia Center. <laughs> And it's the most expensive dementia ward in the country. <laughs> and we need to get those fuckers out of it. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, really? yeah. I don't care what party they're in, that we have too many old, you know, people whose their brains do not work. Mm-hmm. Trump's problem is not that his brain works, his problem is that he doesn't want the country to run the way all of these other people do. Yeah. That's a political problem. That is not a mental functioning problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So people can be free to argue with him on that subject, and he can argue with them all day long, um, maybe even successfully in a, a point or, or two. Mm-hmm. But he is not Diane Feinstein or uh, Nancy Full of or Joe Biden or any of these other bozos who have been there for way too long and they they their minds quit functioning a long time ago.
0: Yeah. So I mean, we allow, we allowed a Supreme Court justice to stay on the job who couldn't even hold her head up. Right. So I always And go- yet they pretended that she was some great justice. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean for God's sake, where's our, where's our judgment at when it comes so, to some of these people? But, I mean, lies the problem, aren't, we, aren't, we, aren't we the ones that are the guilty ones for allowing this to happen? We are. I mean, we can sit here and blame the government for a lot of things, and justifiably so. But we the people are the ones that continue to allow these things to happen. You know, and and we've had this conversation numerous times. What are we going to do? Who's going to do something? Who's going to step up and who's going to take charge? Who's going to say, you know, enough is enough? You know, who's going to say you people are not above the law? Even though you preach to us that nobody's above the law, you yourselves are the ones that consider yourselves above the law. You don't hold yourself accountable. You know, you have... You have a a special counsel who is handpicked by one side or the other that we know is not unbiased and is not going to you know do a, a a legitimate investigation. We see that at a local level with police departments and and internal affairs. You know, oh. Uh, yeah, we had, uh, something happened with the download of the body camera footage, so there's no evidence. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it happens all the time. Or
1: the opposite of it, which was the case in St. Louis, when that officer uh, shot that uh, big kid who was attacking him there, uh, what, four years ago, whenever that was, when they had the riots in St. Louis? hmm and, uh, that kid had robbed the store and then, uh... He oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know him. who you're yeah. talking about. Uh-huh. Well, what do you know? The body cam footage shows that, uh, he was... The cop was telling the truth. And the kid, uh, Michael, whatever his name is, attacked him.
0: Yeah, tried to reach the in, the, in the car and grab his gun and stuff, yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And the cop was fighting him for it and, uh, he shoots the gun and, uh... Kids killed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, wouldn't it have been nice to have had that footage a hell of a lot sooner? I, I I still haven't even seen the footage. I think we're all entitled to see it. But why did it take so long for someone to even comment? Oh yeah, well we download the footage and yeah. you know the cops telling the truth. Well, not until the the cop uh, uh, has to risk his life. Other people lose with their businesses being burned down and all of that. And, uh,
0: yeah. Well, and isn't it strange, too, that, we, you know, we, we find out after the fact. For example, um, you know, most people have no idea what the Presidential Records Act, you know, consists of. Or, you know, some of the laws that they've passed, that they cover their ass. Like... I I didn't know that Obama was the go-to guy to say, yeah, you can have these records. I mean, why aren't they public? You know, there's nothing about them that's classified. So why do we need an individual's permission when that information should be available to anyone? I'm not saying you should get it in, in your hand, or, you know, but you could get a copy of it or whatever. Yeah, why isn't it subject to subpoena? and, And where is the law that says they can redact information? Yeah. You know, we find out all this stuff when we're trying to understand the truth. We're trying to get to the truth. And they take every measure that they possibly can, even circumventing laws or making up new guidelines to prevent us from knowing the truth. And it's obvious that that's what they're doing, but nobody wants to say, hey, wait a minute. Wait just a fucking minute here. Um, You can't get away with that. But they do time and time again. So it becomes habitual. Or or like we said with with Joe Biden's lying, he's, you know, it's just a, a... what was the word that we were looking for last time? I already Stand forgot it. With a B. Pathological. Pathological. It's pathological behavior. hmm And yet we, the people, continue to get, you know, that punch and not, are, are not capable of counterpunching. Well, we've been, we've been threatened that if we do,
1: then we end up in jail unless we're part of a privileged minority class as if being a citizen of the country is not a privilege mm-hmm. you know yeah you know they they don't get to trample on everyone's rights i mean it, they just don't but people've been intimidated into not standing up into not rioting into not doing whatever we're, we're locked out of the system unless we're part of one of the political parties. So this Will Hurd guy, I mean, I don't know, he's obviously a nobody, but if he wants to run for president, then fine. Okay? Um, it, but it's hard to do that if you're not wrapped up with one of the parties. And they like to make sure whoever is running in their party that the party can control them because the parties have had this agreement for so long now that people don't understand what it's all about. And that is that you are only allowed to go so far. You go too far and all of a sudden, like Lauren Boebert can't get any money to hold her seat in Colorado. Um, where's, Where's McCarthy at on that? Well, he got forced into allowing this impeachment inquiry to move forward, and he's not backing any of these people like Gates or her who want to uh pressure him to do his damn job, so you know the Republicans will lose those seats if they don't have any money
0: um so isn't that not isn't isn't that that goes along with what I just said we don't have the does. choice that the the, right. the RNC and, and certain people in, in the Republican Party are preventing people from running for office. They're blocking yeah. them. That, so the yeah. people don't get the choice.
1: Yeah, they're not part of the, they're not part of the game. They're not allowed to play. Um, and, and the occasional one who gets through the strain or... And the, and the Democrats have them too. But the occasional one who is off on their own, off the reservation, they get reined in, and sooner or later they're gone. I, I you know, I, who knows why Bernie Sanders is still around? He's probably got something on some people if you want to know the truth. <clears throat> but at any rate, they all uh, give each other immunity from prosecution unless they've gone off the reservation. And if they have, then all of a sudden they lose the protection of the family, and then you get prosecuted, or you get run off, or what have you. Um, It's just so corrupt. But, you know, people, you know, if we wanted to go do something about it, like the Democrats, you know, like the, the Black Panthers did in Chicago, for example, fat chance of that. They're going to have snipers all. Well, when you were there, you were there in uh, the uh, Dimension Center.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, there's snipers all over the ambulance. Yeah, I don't recall seeing a single sniper when Black Lives Matter was burning in Washington.
0: Well, another que- that's a great point. Here's a question. If it was an insurrection, why weren't, why weren't multiple people killed? Yeah. If, if there was a coup, an actual coup attempt, or an insurrection on our government, you don't think that they would have sent in armed troops to, to stop them and there would be multiple people dead? I mean, that wasn't the reaction. Now, we know yeah, that, that one person died and that and that, that was probably a... a an unlawful act. But, but if it was a true coup, because we've seen what coups look like in other countries, it's not fricking checkers. You know, these are, these are serious people that carry weapons and they're, they're killing each other. That's a, That's what a true overthrow of a government looks like. Yeah. But we didn't have that in this so-called insurrection.
1: So, why didn't we?
0: Because it wasn't an insurrection.
1: No, but why didn't we have an insurrection?
0: What would be wrong with it?
1: Well, I'm asking. I am too. Yeah, why didn't people do that?
0: Because that wasn't wasn't what they were there for. And, And everybody who's a serious person... Either, either understands that or says, hey, look, this wasn't an insurrection. It wasn't a, a, an attempt to overthrow the government. Uh, it wasn't even an, an attempt to overturn an election. I mean, if you're going to do that, you're going to have n- n- huge numbers of people carrying weapons and shooting at people. You're not going to walk into a. You're not going to walk into any government body with a, an American flag, you know, on your shoulder and and say I'm here to overthrow the government. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I, the, on its face, that sounds really stupid, right?
1: Well, it does. Yeah.
0: That's what happened.
1: Well, yeah.
0: But I mean, I, I, I'm not. not going to walk. Well, I'm not we gonna, didn't
1: have. We did not have an insurrection. Why did we not have one? why why did people not uh go to battle over it? why wasn't there a civil war? well, I think that over that well and I th- then the next one is is the next question is will we have a civil war are we heading toward one
0: well again here here's and my answer
1: conflict
0: here's my okay. answer
1: okay
0: um it wasn't. There wasn't, ar- there wasn't armed people at the Capitol on January 6th because nobody intended to overthrow the government, and it was not a coup, and it was not an insurrection. I'm right. not going to walk into the, the Capitol of the United States with a cell phone taking pictures of myself you know, with busts and you know, whatever else and say, I'm here to overthrow the government. I have a cell phone and a flagpole. You better watch out. Um, because that's not what they were there for. Now, there, yeah. were, there were bad actors uh, uh, involved in the storming of the Capitol. Who they are and where they came from is questionable. Yeah. We, we don't know the truth. Again, we're not allowed to see you know, the, the footage, we're not allowed to see documents. We're not allowed to see, you know, the investigation reports. We're not allowed to see any of that stuff. We had to rely on a, a, a select committee to tell us this is what happened, but you don't get to see the evidence. You have to take our word for it. That's my answer to that. The answer is, Mm -hmm. will there be a a civil war? Not a matter of if, but when. Mm -hmm. Uh, the other, the other thing that I would add to that is what's the what's the trigger?
1: Well, I'm, what's it going to take of, to cause that? Yeah, and and we've talked about that before. And in, in a way, I'm I'm wondering if we are not already in a civil war. It just hasn't become an armed conflict
0: yet. Well, but I always go back to the question that I asked you once before, and it's been a while ago. Do we have the society that's willing to go to that extent like the ones that we had for the first Civil War? Do we have members of, of our citizenry that have the same intestinal fortitude and are willing to uh, possibly, you know, die in defense of our constitutional republic. I, I, I struggle with that. Because we see so many things happen that nobody does anything about. Nobody questions. Nobody says, hey, wait a minute. But we can't allow this. Uh, we see that what we've talked about this whole episode, which, which is you know, we're, we, we don't have the choice anymore. It's not up to us, it's up to those that are in charge to decide for us. Whether it be the president, whether it be what we can eat, what we can drink, uh, where we're allowed to work whether you're essential or non-essential, whether you should wear a face mask and get 10 shots. I mean, none of that is up to us anymore. We're not capable of, of, of making important decisions regarding our lives, and even our children. You know, when we see laws being passed that if you don't, if you don't go along with, with gender affirming uh, for your child at the age of three, then you lose custody of them. And and what? When would when would we ever thought that we would have to fight for parental rights? So all of these things, you know, culminate into a larger picture, and and nobody is standing up. I mean, we had a guy that did, and what happened to him? He went to jail Mm -hmm. because his daughter was raped by a freaking pedophile, and a and a fake. Uh, a transgender person who decided I'm going to wear a skirt so I can go into the bathroom and then I can sexually assault someone. Now, thank God that he was just pardoned, um, and and exonerated by Governor uh, Youngkin. I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. It is. And and he pardoned him because we all know that that was that was not <laughs> that was. That was just an injustice, period. Yeah. But do we have uh, people in this country that are willing to take up arms if necessary and fight a civil war? I struggle with the answer to that.
1: Well, in some senses I think that we already are we're in a, a non-military combatant civil war now just it, it's a more of a mindset where so many people are aware of oh I'm not going to play this game anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not being pushed any further. They've already reached the breaking point. And, uh, they're, they're just doing things in a way that, you know, they're, they're not blatantly doing something that is, uh, what's the word uh, that King used? Uh, Civil disobedience. They're being civilly, they're being, they're um, practicing civil disobedience, but not publicly. They're they're working off the books for cash. They're uh, bartering. They're Doing whatever they can, albeit in little ways. But they they are fighting back, And I think, you know we've talked about what's the spark. I think one of those folks is going to be the spark, where someone pushes them. They've already been pushed as far as they're going to go. And their decision is in their own mind, well. If, if someone comes and does X, Y, Z, then I'll just shoot them. There are a lot of people like that. That I don't know how to even count them up.
0: Yeah. And they're in different places. No. And I, I talk to people that, uh, are, are exactly what you're describing. Yeah. Um, but there seems to be there seems to be a level of fear, or something that's preventing them from from actually saying, "Okay, here's the deal. Um, we're mad as hell, and we're not going to take it anymore. And the time for talk is over." So, like you and I have discussed, we we're beyond uh, approaching them with grievances and saying, "Hey, you, you need to you know." pay attention to what we're saying, and that it's not, a, it's not a question anymore, it's a demand. And there are consequences for you not paying attention. Um, we're not going to tell you what they are, but there will be severe consequences. Uh, and damn your F-16s and, and nuclear weapons. You can destroy this country as much as you want to. We don't give a shit. Because you're already des- destroying it anyway. Hmm. Um, we're not worried about that. So it's kind of like an intervention. You know, it, when you when you perform an intervention, it's the last it's the last resort. This is it. You know, it's like having a a, a friend or a child or a you know someone important in your life that you know may be ad- addicted to drugs and alcohol and and you come you come to a point where you're like, okay, I've done everything I can possibly do for this person and they have to be willing to accept help or I'm just going to walk away. I I can't do this anymore. And it's the same way with us and our government. We can't do this anymore. And you have to change or else. This is it. You know, there's no more, uh, you know, hiding behind, you know, these these certain uh, privileges that you've given to yourselves. You know, there's no more hiding behind whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. There's no more hiding behind, uh, you know, you get armed security and, and we have to listen to you threaten us with F-16s and nuclear weapons we're done with that nonsense but I wonder if there's that level of fear now you know that that they uh, have projected with what they have done with the, the people that were involved in Janu- with January 6th if you even think about it, we're putting you in jail for 22 years. Mhm. You know, if you think you're going to come into the the House of Representative the Rep, House of Representatives, the people's house, we have armed police that will shoot you and let you bleed out on the floor. Even if you're not armed. I mean, you know, Yeah i understand that people may be saying i I think that
1: and i think that invites people to come armed
0: it should yeah i mean again we didn't see an insurrection and and people trying to overthrow the government not even close no Uh -uh. could you imagine what it would be like like you said if a million people marched into washington and they had they were armed to the the nines (laughs) exactly yeah uh, that's 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 a potential coup right there
1: yeah they would know that was an insurrection
0: yeah for sure
1: you know there wouldn't be any discussion about it there wouldn't be making things up there wouldn't be overreacting and and crying and all this kind of bullshit that's happened we would know because a million people with guns (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, with, because with, with snipers on the roofs to shoot at them there's going to be a lot of dead people yeah because we, we had one and that was an unarmed person killed by a capital police officer
0: yeah right there's yeah. no
1: business being a police
0: officer right and let, let me just say this because <laughs> this just popped into my mind i was on the Capitol steps right <laughs> after all the crap happened there was an actual DJ setup with a sound system and speakers and you know strobe light and stuff playing music. That's not a coup. No, no. <laughs> that is not an insurrection, people. No, and and people just sitting around and they're singing you know God Bless America and the national anthem and you know other stuff and that that's not a coup. No. I mean, yeah. look, look it up on the Internet. There's probably, look it up on YouTube. There's probably videos of what a coup looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, educate yourself. <laughs> Understand that you don't, you don't try to overthrow a government. I don't care if it's here or anyone else with cell phones and flags and, and a, a Viking helmet. It's just not yeah. I mean and, and we're certainly not dancing, you know, and listening to music outside while we're trying to overthrow a government.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, just imagine <laughs> it's if, just
0: so if, stupid. If
1: if someone oh in God. Panama, if someone in Panama called the CIA tomorrow morning and said, you know, we have XYZ going on here in Managua. And, uh no, that's Managua's in Nicaragua. And, Panama City. This is going on in every big city in Panama. And then they proceeded to describe what was going on all over Panama the exact same way as we saw what was going on in the dementia center on January 6th. Oh, you say that someone's there in a big uh, thing with horns on his head? And he's got a, a Panamanian flag? <laughs> oh! And, and there's someone like that in every city in Panama. Oh, my
0: God.
1: Oh, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure that call is not going to be taken seriously. It won't even show up on the, uh, it won't show up on the call log. Yeah. It'll be something where, oh, I didn't feel like that was necessary because it wasn't a serious phone call. Uh, next, you know, bullshit. Yeah. I mean, just bullshit. Well, and,
0: and the other thing is, too, that. Uh, <clears throat> uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. You've you, sparked a, something in my mind that I wanted to make a point about, and I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I had a Biden moment.
1: Did I say dementia
0: center again? <laughs> well, it I'm, it had to do with to my... <laughs> it had to do with insurrection or a coup. Oh, I know what it is. So, so we hear all these people, you know, reporters and journalists and the mass media, the you know, the leftists and all that crap, saying it was an insurrection and a you know an attempt to overthrow the government. None of them were there. And they don't have any more information than you or I do. I happen to be there, so I, I kind of saw it firsthand. But they don't—they don't have any special uh, uh, access to videos, and you know, they—they they know about as much about an insurrection or a coup that you or I do. They're just—they're just running with the narrative. It's kind of like the uh, montage of, you know. Uh, news reporters that i played a couple episodes ago where they all sound like literally they're reading from the same freaking script that Mm -hmm. was sent out from the home office and said here's your talking points and and here's what we want you to say for the day you know they were all up in arms when when tucker got a hold of that uh -hmm. that information because they didn't have access to it they're just going with what they're told not a single one of those people on on any of the mass media channels were in washington dc and and probably don't even know the definition of insurrection or a coup let alone be able to identify what what that what that entails
1: well I'm I'm looking at the status of journalism in this country the same way as I do the Pentagon. You know, the Pentagon does not have a single person who works there who's participated in winning a war. Not one person there has won a war. You know, all the people who fought in wars that were, were won are retired. Or dead. So, not one of them.
0: You know what's funny about that? When it comes to
1: our media, though, how many people in our media have been, how many of them have personally witnessed a coup?
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, none. Yeah, none?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking, when was the last true coup that we had that was armed and... How many of these people were even alive at that time? Oh, none of them. But so they they basically, I don't know, I guess they would have to watch something in journalism class or something. I don't know. Yeah. They've never witnessed anything. Not even that fraud Chris whatever her name is, Amon Poor. Um even she hasn't witnessed a, a of an insurrection or a coup, as far as I know. You know, where where there's war, there's almond. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, she can't see the bottom of her wine glass. So, yeah. anyway, I'm going into the journey of the absurd
0: now. Well, it's kind of what we've been doing here with this topic, is it's absurd. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous.
1: I get to what is a practical solution, and the best I've come up with so far is some sort of an alliance of, of militia of the states that does an investigation in lieu of Congress or in addition to Congress or whatever, of whatever they think needs to be looked at in this country. Maybe it's the Pentagon, maybe it's Joe Biden, maybe it's the Congress or whatever. You know, maybe there's a, I don't know, uh, some sort of a, what do they call it, a joint committee. Maybe there's some sort of a, a, a joint committee of militia around the country who look at everything they're concerned about. You know, the you, know what I, you know what
0: I would guarantee with that, though? That you would, you would instantaneously be uh, probably labeled uh, uh, a racist organization, domestic terrorists, and a threat to the government. Period. Because oh, we're not allowed... Li- Ron, you got to know, and I'm sure you do, I'm being sarcastic again, but you got to know that if you go up against the federal government, man, they will do everything and label you everything, anything negative they can come up with. Sure. Uh, because how dare you, how dare you question them? Yeah. And again, that's where, that's where I go. Why aren't people, why aren't, why Why isn't there an insurrection? Why isn't there a civil war? Oh, yeah. Why aren't people taking up arms? Because, that, that is against exactly what the Founding Fathers wrote about in the well, Constitution. Investigating
1: and, something, what I'm talking about is not any different than a coalition of newspapers getting together and deciding to, to uh, share information. Which is what they used to do. Investigating Watergate. Yeah, you know? which is,
0: Yeah, that's what they used to do. They don't so do that anymore.
1: There's nothing different about what I'm talking about right now than that, other than using the word militia.
0: So no, it's, but it's I'm tri- just saying... It's I'm a trigger word,
1: and I think that trigger words ought to be used as frequently as possible mm-hmm. to to, join, to get into the uh, journey to the absurd and mock these people and do a serious investigation. I mean... It doesn't matter if it goes anywhere. It doesn't matter what they do to stop it. The whole point is, maybe it gives, maybe it would give a certain number of people an opportunity to work off some frustration. And let's just and say
0: it, we actually organize that. Yeah. If, if the FBI uh, showed up and, and raided... Uh, you know, maybe a headquarters or whatever in a specific state, and they were armed, would that be an insurrection? If the FBI did it? Yeah. <laughs> I think it would, because it would be a... I'm just using their words legal, and definition. Yeah, you know? it would be.
1: But but technically, legally, it, and constitutionally, it would be an insurrection, mm-hmm. because you would have a a group of people who are constitutionally allowed to assemble, peacefully assemble, right? They're doing something as a militia that also is constitutionally protected. They're talking, which is constitutionally protected, as free speech, and they want to investigate the country, uh, how it's operating, and uh, take with a view toward equal justice under the law, uh, due process, uh, just compensation, uh, whether or not grievances have been adequately heard, um, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything is all constitutional. Yeah. So anyone who interrupts that process, is that's an armed, resu- armed insurrection. Yeah. I think I and think a good and, question.
0: and prosecuted uh prosecute up for prosecution for a violation of civil rights. Yeah? Which I don't people, understand. People I, I don't are, understand
1: are allowed to be armed too, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I don't and I don't understand why more people have not filed lawsuits uh regarding civil rights violations. Um including, you know, uh, Roger Stone and, and some of these other people. Uh, because, you know, you don't have 30 or 40 FBI agents show up armed to the teeth in the middle of the night, you know, for a man who's, who's not, com- you know, committed like a, you know, the most heinous crime you could ever commit, uh, and and you have news organizations that are there by chance. Um, and, and you know, take them away in his... Yeah. Pajamas. I mean, it's I just crazy a, to me.
1: I had an interesting conversation with someone about that, and it's time for us to wrap. Yeah. Um, the, the sad truth of it is is that that has not happened because... All of the activists, not all, but almost all, of the activist legal community or legal world are Democrats. So, I mean, there's a few like the Just Law and Justice Center or whatever it is that some of these people fight and all, but there's a very limited number of lawyers who will take on something against the Democrat Party or against the federal government, and that because most most attorneys who are, are specialized in that stuff are Democrats, yeah, and they will not go against Democrats. And the other thing is, is the the few who would go up against Democrats are not well funded. They do not have the money to go and take on things. So even though I totally agree with you on Roger Stone, on uh, Michael Flynn, on a whole bunch of other things and a whole bunch of other people, there are not enough lawyers or enough money to pay them to go around to handle all of the injustices. There's plenty for the Democrat Party. Uh, plus, most of the people who are in the system, in the judicial branch, uh, I mean, the Democrat Party controls all the ju- all of the branches of government in the bureaucratic state, including the DOJ and the FBI. So it's so stacked against them, even if you've got a really good solid case like Roger Stone does, uh, it does not go prosecuted because... He literally has no one to represent him. It's not a big enough case for someone to take on when they've got, you know, a whole bunch of, you know, it sounds like 30 or more people in Georgia that could be a part of this thing. Because uh, they're, they're not done uh, indicting people yet. So that's the sad truth of it all.
0: Well, and they've actually made it clear by indicting some of the attorneys that were you know yeah that that if you if you try to represent these people we're going to find something to indict you on we're certainly going to try to have you disbarred and and uh you know if nothing else publicly shame you and 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 make it real hard for you to do business with people anymore yeah uh because that you know that's another way uh that they that they act is you know or or you know, try to hurt people is, you know, destroy them uh, in their communities and, and financially. Mm-hmm. If we can't get you legally, you know, by some sort of legal indictment or prosecution or, or something like that, we'll come at you and, and we'll just financially destroy you. He did that well, with Michael Flynn. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they, they couldn't really get him on, on anything. Sure, he uh, He lied. Um, but, but who in politics doesn't? I mean, y- y- you can't you can't say oh only Republicans or only Democrats or whatever lie because we all know that's not true. They all lie, A- and they do it frequently and and without any kind of conscience. Uh, but uh, I mean that when it comes to stopping at nothing to make sure that they retain power and that they are in control of everything, they go way above and beyond on the left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I understand what you're saying. And that's something that another thing that we could add to the concerns that we have moving forward, which is if you can, if you can indict your political opponents and put them in jail and, and, and claim insurrection and, and, you know, threaten attorneys that if you represent someone that we don't agree with, we're going to end you too. I mean, where does it stop? Well, and eventually it doesn't
1: you, stop until it does stop.
0: Well, eventually we get what they want, and that's a one-party system anyway, which yeah. then becomes what? a Marxist society because they have control of everything, and it's, it's their way or the highway, and we see that a lot in a lot of aspects of our government it's you know with the democrats the, i mean they control it all yeah they control all three branches plus the fourth branch
1: well we're we're already a marxist state i mean it's time it's just time to admit it
0: yeah and i think it, you know it's just a matter of you know how far is it going to go
1: well yeah i mean it's had a long time to uh, take root and to grow and to undermine the society and and ultimately tear it apart and uh, take power. And it doesn't have, you know, the Marxists do not have absolute power now, but it's close. But they do control all the branches of government, and they do control uh all of the sources or resources they need to to fight off citizens who want to rise up and revolt. So the only way to stop that is to actually have a revolt going on and uh hope to hell that the people in the military uh are willing to fight for their country instead of fight for the uh, service that they're in or the bureaucracy they're a part of. And you don't ever know that what that picture looks like until it happens. Yeah, the last time we saw something like that was in Germany when you know the, the military people in Germany even though they didn't like how the government was operating, they did not turn against the government. I shouldn't say that so blanket, but they were still carrying out
0: orders. So, uh, so to close, I just wanted to mention, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing the, um, Megan Kelly interviewed Donald Trump. Really? in person yes sir when is that going to be oh she already did it so I'm I, oh. I was going to mention it to you and say uh, you know I'm very interested in watching it um, but it's the first time that she's she's talked to him since 2016 and uh, I'm going to check that out um, you know because it? oh, it's, it's it's already out I mean she already I think she did the interview uh, a day or two ago Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh so I wanted to mention that to you and maybe you you're interested in seeing it or whatever, but uh is it on Instagram or a podcast or Yeah, it's, it's online. Department? You can find it somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, like
1: YouTube
0: ScrewTube or whatever? Well, yeah, she's she's on YouTube and uh you know, she has a podcast on SiriusXM radio. Uh, so, you know, it's it's probably available. It, it it's quite likely on, on Rumble, too. I mean, you know, she's on hmm. all, all formats and stuff, so. Okay. Um, well, okay. I'm curious because there's some history there.
1: Well, yeah, we talked at length about that, mm-hmm. and actually I'm, I'm glad to see that they're doing this.
0: Yeah, I want to I see the tone and the, uh, you know, she's, she's not a softball player. You know she's she can be tough at times. So yeah, you know I'm I'm curious to see if they can bury the hatchet and move on, and uh, and how they do that.
1: Well, I think she might as well. We talked about this too. Is I think she has a different view than she did the last time they. Well, I hope so.
0: To- I mean, you know, I've I've voiced my opinion on her and and whether she's an opportunist or. She's a uh, 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 a genuine person. You know, and I, I, I have to, I want to be careful when I say that because I don't think she's disingenuous, but, I mean, she she went from one extreme to the other pretty quick and then from that extreme back to the other pretty quick. And, you know, it was all based on you know, her going to a, a, a left wing organization and, and she changed basically to suit that that audience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then when they chewed her up and spit her out, because, you know, she, she said something that, you know, blackface is, you know, not un, inappropriate depending on where it's, you know, utilized or whatever. Something to that effect. She defended blackface, I think, and and they chewed her up and spit her out. And then she kind of went, oh, well, I I was doing better over on this side anyway. (laughs) I I just see it that way. I could be 100%, you know, wrong. Well, uh,
1: see, I think that she has had the opportunity to experience what Trump experienced. Mm -hmm. And I think that gives them some common ground. To look at things far differently, uh, especially for her, because he's lived with being in the fire his well, whole life.
0: Before so. all that happened, though, I was I was always impressed with her and and uh, and uh, respected her, yeah. but but I thought she would be a smarter person than that. That she, yeah. you know, yeah. that she wouldn't open herself up to that kind of. You know, mm-hmm. I just thought she was smarter than that. And maybe I she agree. is, yeah. you I know, agree. maybe she is. Uh, but I still have that, like you say, I the cynical side of me just is like, is she legitimate? Is she, you know, is she a genuine person? And I still have questions regarding that. I mean, you know, people, people that are like her, have to maintain a certain image and they have to they have to be able to you know draw people in and have a a certain amount of charisma and because let's face it ratings make them money listeners would make us money would make her money and is that what is more important to her than what we try to do which is seek the truth and and you know, try to provide facts and opinions that are not one-sided or the other. Well, maybe
1: you'll see that.
0: Well, that's why I said maybe I'm I very think. interested in seeing that, because I want to see the tone of the interview. Yeah. I want to see the questions asked. I want to see her, you know, how she reacts, her body language, all that other stuff. Uh, because she is a very smart person. There's no, uh, no question. Um. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to mention that to you. And uh, so today is Thursday, uh, the 14th of September. We will not be back until Tuesday. Uh, So everybody have a good weekend, and we will see you Tuesday.
1: Uh, Hasta
0: All righty. Bye-bye. Bye.